0: Welcome back to another week with One Man's Trash Podcast. I'm Carl. I'm Jimmy. Uh, So last week we kicked off our inaugural episode, um, just kind of giving you a lay of the land of what we do, so we picked up this new hobby of of buying abandoned storage lockers um, and kind of getting into the world of of resale. I don't know, you have another word for it? Resale? Flip? I don't know.
1: (laughs) Grind. The game. Um, you You know, just hard work and... You know just finding ways to you know put the put the product out so it's
0: a side hustle if you will uh, yeah. some people some people do it full-time uh, so it's a very interesting week maybe so we for the most part have bought we buy lockers or we buy units like every two weeks mm-hmm. um, again because we're not doing this full-time we'll buy one or two or three at a time in one sitting Give a couple of days as we have time to kind of dig through, sort, do our trash runs, and all that kind of stuff, and then give ourselves time to list on the various um, platforms that we sell stuff on, and then rinse, rinse, repeat, um, and do it again in two weeks. But we're coming up on what two weeks now, where we haven't bought one, and we'll probably go maybe even a third week because we are sitting on too much stuff.
1: <laughs> now it's pretty interesting because like over the last like several months we would. Um make a purchase of a storage locker. We would probably move like, I would say like 55 or like 60% of the items. And then to be honest, we would be like really ecstatic for the results. And we would sit there and say, you know what, we want to pursue like greater ventures. So as that, as that was going along, we accumulated little by little several things. So like these last couple of weeks, we took some time to reflect and basically sell the rest of the stuff that we had, so
0: try to we're doing decent with some of it so we alluded to last week we got mounds of clothes like right behind we're not going to show you guys that that's a behind the scenes for another day uh we made almost no progress in the last week on that however we are chipping away at some of the other stuff and it's it's finding that momentum finding that inspiration i guess absolutely of like what you want to put the time into obviously (laughs) what's the point in doing any of this if you don't enjoy it Mm -hmm. um so i think clothes is like the one that we're both cautiously dreading that if we absolutely dread it we will not pursue that by any means but we haven't even dipped our toes into the kind of clothing side
1: yeah because like you know during during our adventures basically uh we come to like a time frame of how we identify things so i would say one of our weaknesses is clothing Because we're not specialists in women's clothing. Like, we don't know too much. That's true. It's all women's clothing. All all Like, 95%. Yeah, all women's clothing. So it it takes us a little longer to, like, figure out, like, what is and what is not. And whereas we come across, like, toys, electronics, uh, household items, furniture, and whatnot, we're able to, like, pinpoint what it is, understand how old it is, where it comes from, pinpoint the value, and move it along.
0: The irony is, so today before we decide to record this one, we got together to do some, we do a couple days a week where we just get together, feed off each other's energy, and like list a handful of items that either like we each pick items that we're interested in, because obviously it goes a lot quicker if like you're like Jimmy's way better with a lot of electronics and stuff like that. Yeah, he'll be the first to list those. I have my other stuff where I'll be like, oh, this antique or or these books, and and focus on that, but. We were gonna do some some clothes and some similar stuff today and just we had we were probably not effective at all. We did like a couple items each, which is better than nothing. Mm-hmm. But just in the what do you wanna call it, the energy we put out there, the intent of listing some of these items, we actually had a couple clothing items sell today. Oh which, which I think is a, a good omen that we need to finally Yeah dig it <laughs> dig in. That's fully. true.
1: <laughs> So, like, like look, I said earlier that we don't know women's clothing at all, but, I mean, we had several North Faces that we just picked up, so, you know, this is what Carl was talking about just a second ago, like, we just moved them out the door, you know, people wanted them, It it was a quick, it was a quick transaction, and... You know moments like that just it's kind of like why not do storage locker like why not sell things like it's it's so amazing like it's like quick magic quick money like it just magically appears in your hands so
0: well-known brand i'd I'd never heard of North Space probably until like a couple (laughs) years ago i guess maybe i'm not that outdoorsy but is this beautiful and we're going to allude to this a lot i think is this beautiful two-way transaction right something that obviously has some value to us we're trying to to move relatively quick more often than not we want to clear space for some more inventory, some more items, and have some more fun. Uh, but that say that the jacket today was probably like a retail of $300, You said. Yeah. Beautiful jacket, very heavy-duty, high-end in my opinion, because I would never drop 300 on a jacket. But yeah. somebody is now getting that almost new condition mm-hmm. for 100 bucks, So it's a win-win. I love it. Somebody's getting a great deal. To us, it's still a great deal.
1: Yeah,
0: We move it quick.
1: I mean, literally, it's a two-in-one jacket um yeah just like Carl said they go for like three hundred dollars um yeah I mean they're happy we're happy it's out of it's out of our inventory it's they're gonna wear it enjoy it and yeah spread the joy right
0: so this is one of the things we did not I guess I could say I kind of saw this coming when we started this was having all this stuff pile up right yeah if we're buying if we're buying stuff digging through junk digging through trash it was inevitable that we're gonna have stuff pile up and my whole goal of this is to not become hoarders. Is that we're not <laughs> hoarding all this stuff? But I think this week or this month is really that pivotal
1: point where we're forcing ourselves to not go that way. Yeah, because like um, I promise you, like I think I ask Carl like once every week, like how do we know if we cross the line of being a hoarder or not? And I'm always trying to be aware, self-aware, aware of you know both of us, and it's kind of like. Hey man, we're having a lot of items, so it's kind of like, where do we self-evaluate? But I think the more we have, the more we push each other to like get rid of it. So I think we can use it as a motivating tool. We can use it as a, you know, whatever, however you want to see it. So.
0: So we've got we have one designated. Everyone can do this differently, and I've seen a lot of ways people do this. We have one designated room that is our storage room. So we got shelving in there and all this. I think the point where it was kind of that wake up. We're not. We're hoarding but that we aren't as effective as we can was when we're starting to maybe bury items Mm -hmm. that we haven't even listed yet. Yeah. But we're very conscious of which items are listed and which aren't. So you could walk either of us in there, we could point every single item, we have this thing inventory in our head. But the reality that like half of the room isn't even listed on any platform means we're sitting on junk. (laughs) It's literally in storage with no opportunity to make money. So... (laughs)
1: You know, it's tough, though, because like, um, yeah, we'll come across storages where it's like, you know, like 80, 90 pairs of shoes. And, you know, because like I I, am a little familiar with some of the shoes, I can pinpoint some of the ones that will be like quick to move. Where some other ones where it might be diamond in the rough or something that may not have too much value. We have it back in the back burner. So it's like we got to find ways to like motivate ourselves to like keep pushing the product. It's, it's insane. We have a lot of extra stuff. I
0: think we're both real good with like the shoes is a great example. First night, the first night we get those, you list like five, ten of them. Mm-hmm. And then we might have like 20 or 30 more pairs. That takes us a month or two to get to. <laughs> and then it's the same with all these other items. And I, I feel like I'm trying to get better in this week. I, I'm, My goal here in... I've had progress with this in other aspects is you set these kind of short-term goals, right? Mm-hmm. Of, all right, maybe it's in that special category or maybe it's just any items altogether. I'm going to... I'm gonna list five items today. If I have hundreds of items I could potentially be sitting on, it's gonna feel really overwhelming of like where we're gonna chip away. But just be like, all right, I'm gonna list five items and then sort sort that into the the listed side. Now that's five less items you gotta deal with, five more things that are out there that you could be making money on. Yeah. Um, it's it's intention. Like anything, you gotta find your rhythm, find your balance and, and get that, that organization down.
1: Yeah, and I was going to say that uh, Carl's pretty good in the organization, actually, because like we usually uh, do a good job breaking down the most expensive items, the most biggest items. So as soon as we start chopping down the big tree of, you know, the storages that we acquire, it's kind of like, you know, we make we make quick moves. So it it, it brings good results. But that's kind of why with the smaller items and certain items, it's like, oh, it gets thrown back. And just like I said in the very beginning, you know, we move 60, like 50, 60 percent of the product and then some of it gets thrown in the back burner and, you know you know things happen i hate to bring it back to the clothes but to bring it back to the clothes is a terrible example Mm -hmm. that
0: one t-shirt takes up a relatively small volume of space it's a very small item when you've gone through 100 t-shirts and keep 10 of them that's taking up a whole lot more space Yeah. and then you kept 10 pairs of jeans and then you kept 10 dresses and then you kept five coats that's much bigger than half the furniture we end up sitting on so yeah. It's these things can add up and yeah, those trinkets as well. We got to work on that. I think the the bins and stuff really having all right. Unlisted bin shifting into the listed bin for all the knickknacks and stuff like that, but it's time
1: time will tell. <laughs> That's we'll true. See. That's true. I mean, um yeah, and you know when it comes to the clothing like it 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 comes to a point where like we're at a point where we're separating the like, articles of clothing. We're trying to figure out like the dresses from the pants from the jackets all the organization and and not even that we need to figure out like what co- um uh, not companies uh like what designers and like who makes these clothing and what has more value than others and putting it out there for those to purchase or be interested in and you know that alone is just clothes like imagine the other items that we acquire so
0: and i think the the intimidation of so the clothes is like our biggest unknown right mm-hmm. the intimidation of that so we've already kind of applied our Our initial vetting so we filtered out a lot of stuff donated a lot of stuff and now we're just sitting on stuff that we've deemed good or we've deemed resellable or valuable Mm. arbitrarily we have no standards here other than oh I think (laughs) I recognize that brand or something so I think for me that's the biggest hurdle before we actually get these clothes listed Mm -hmm. is the the fear of the unknown like we could have nailed it perfectly and it's that fear of success of like oh we were so good at sorting out the brands that are gonna sell and what people are buying. Yeah. That it's gonna be wonderful. I'm just fearing that that great opportunity. Or it's that fear of failure of we did so terrible with it, or we kept things we never should have and should have just donate and got it out of here. And we've just been wasting our time and our space and our volume. But we never know unless we put it up. So North you know, Face was a great start.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And what Carl's saying is exactly how it goes down and it's interesting because like even with the stuff that we like keep that doesn't have good value we somehow find methods to like move it out anyways like such as like bundles and like making sure that um you know if things don't have that much value accumulating things together you know could pursue good results we'll dig i don't want to
0: hijack this as like the clothing clothing focus but it kind of is because that's our biggest problem right now um we'll definitely dig more in deep on the platforms and stuff as we go, but um, Poshmark is obviously the one we're using for most of the clothes. Um, We have a very solid start with our experience on Poshmark, selling mostly like shoes and purses and stuff like that up till now. Uh, So I'm very confident that we're gonna have a good pathway forward with it. I'm sure we're gonna have tons of lessons learned with the clothes, like you're saying with the bundles, but um, that's our main one. There's no secrets to the trade here. It's all effort and energy, Um, and hopefully we'll learn something along the way but uh, between that and like network friend network and stuff like that basically having a certain people that you know like certain items so we've got friends that we have a bunch of 90s clothes yeah we got friends who like rock 90s clothes all the time hey come through you get first dibs pick through and then that
1: becomes a repeat kind
0: of opportunity and it's a win-win for for everybody
1: Yeah, it's kind of like a, you know, word of mouth technique where like you just know people and just be like, hey, you know, come on by and you'd be surprised because I've actually looked at certain articles of clothing and told Carl myself like, you know, who would want to get like, who would want to wear this? Like, what's the deal with that? And then another individual like takes a look at it and is just like, wow, like this is incredible. And you know, I you know, I'll admit I give some odd faces, I'm like, really? But at the same time, I mean to each of their own. So like
0: Money talks at the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I I think my end goal of all of this, as we become more efficient, is not this is not just with the clothes, it's all of our stuff, is to have a dude for everything. And when I say dude, I mean this I'm from California, so this is dude is a gender neutral term. Have a point of contact, have a dude for everything. So having a tool guy having a clothes person, having mm. a electronics person. That doesn't mean we sell everything to them, but it either becomes your expert for things you don't know or someone who's buying mass volumes of stuff from you because that's their expertise. There's still value in it for us to sell it to them. Whatever they do with it, collect it, sell it, whatever, there's still value in it for them.
1: Yeah, it's it's insanely incredible because like like i guess they look at other people as hobbyists and they know like they can relate to us so like we literally have people come up to us um you know we did a yard sale one time and guy was like hey you know we've been doing this for like 20 30 years and it was kind of cool because like you know I, he's gonna always like he he, he gave us insight on things and not only gave us a different perspective but you know he's experienced certain situations where it's played out for him so when he tells us it's attached with experience and information so it's kind of cool and
0: you know uh yeah
1: and just like Carl says like a an antique guy, electrician guy, like a tool guy, you know, whatever expert like whatever someone's looking for we try to our best to like reach out and make sure we have someone that we can, you know, look to, look towards to.
0: I think in the next week or two after talking with some people, I think we're finally going to go interview or talk to some some book people and we've got some some books we definitely need to, maybe not get appraised, but, but kind of show some people and, and get some, yeah, I guess appraised is what we're looking for. Talk, talk through what we have with some of these books we got. So um, definitely collecting those resources, using those resources. And I hate to drop back to that the corny moments of those TV shows that we'll never reference on here for Threat of a Lawsuit, but it's it's just highlighting that, the glorious parts of it, right? Mm-hmm. Find something, oh my God, this is so unique. I know a guy, or I need to find a guy, and then now they're magically at this expert. But it's like a history lesson. Like, you've, you've got something that you know is meaningful or has some content to it, yeah. context, and here's someone who's this literally their passion and is sharing that passion with you over this item or this object. I think that's why I like the antique stuff so much,
1: because it's the history of of this stuff. No, exactly. Uh, Carl hit it right in the head, and as soon as you find that right person... It, you'll just look at their eyes and you'll just still spark with enjoyment and they'll tell you whatever you need to know and and it's kind of cool to connect with others that you know just like carl said just enthusiastic to share and express you know what they know about certain things that we come across
0: and obviously we're talking about our, our storage adventures here right but the goal of this should be transferable to a lot of the kind of flipping whatever you do or are interested in whether you're the, the weekend warrior who goes to garage sales the the person who likes to go to the thrift stores in the afternoons and just pick up a thing or two here to flip on ebay or collect or whatever you do with it a lot of these things hopefully are still transferable where having those connections having those resources hey i found this this cool piece of china at the at the thrift store that has an artist signature on it how do i look up where that is and i'll tell you right now the answer to almost all of our questions on <laughs> google uh, we've learned more by Googling stuff than anything else, and any person's ever going to teach us.
1: Yeah, because um, I had certain episodes where um, we acquire artwork, and I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I knew exactly what I was doing. I mean, I looked these things up. Even with the signature, was legible, legible, legible. I don't know how you say it. It's but. readable, <laughs> all right. It's readable, and. Um, yeah and we're educated I... we don't have phds <laughs> we're not english we're not english professors over here yeah so like so basically we were able to like know what letters are the names and um it's still nothing nothing rang a bell and you know for all you know i could be holding the greatest painting ever or i could hold the worst painting ever um yeah i mean it's just part of the game and you know move the product and that's what we're about here so
0: so we'll definitely dig more into a lot of that kind of stuff, and just kind of want to use this as our sharing our experience, right? Um, keeping us accountable because I feel like the more I talk about the negative stuff, the more motivated I am to to execute. So the more I talk about these clothes, the faster these clothes are going to be out of out of this room <laughs> and gone. Uh, and we're already we're already making some some headway, um, but definitely just kind of checking in with you guys weekly. Um, showing you what we find, talking about what we do, mm-hmm. you can call it sharing our secrets, giving our <laughs> our game plan, uh, whatever it may be, but like educating, informing, and
1: hopefully there's just raw entertainment value. Ser- kind of seriously. Like, if you want to be successful, you better tune in. This is we're literally dishing out the secrets. Like, this is the real deal. No I'm kidding. Um, no, but on a serious note, um, no. Nah, I mean, we're having a lot of fun. We're gaining people's school. Sc- ah, I'm so sorry. Gaining pe- people's skills by talking and engaging with many others, especially around the community and those who, just like we were saying earlier, who are specialists in certain items. Uh, we learned, you know, business or deals where we know how to value and move product and understand expenses and things that go against us, things that go for us and how we break down everything. Um, you know, all across the board. I mean, you, you can, it's a variable, very valuable lesson and you you know you can learn great skills and that's kind of why we're doing this podcast cuz we just want to you know we have some funny adventures um we have some interesting adventures we have some odd adventures and you know some disgusting
0: adventures
1: <laughs> some disgusting adventures and you know you know like you know people you know offering things and all this other interesting stuff i mean trust me we'll 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 dish it all and yeah, it's, it's one hell of a journey. I mean, we really want to share it with you guys, and it's going to be something else. So. Journey is a good way to put it. <laughs>
0: so one thing we're going to try and do, even though we're not buying stuff every week, we're not buying stuff every day, we have tons of stuff. So because we have tons of stuff at the end of each week or end of each episode, and we'll probably have more frequent than weekly on occasion if we have time and are motivated, but sharing an item of interest, or our favorite item of of that week or of that that day. So,
1: um, you start last time. I'm going to start again? Yeah. Me start again? Go wow. for All it. All right. So, so the honor, the honor of being first. Hey, I mean, I, I got I got a whole presentation going on over here. So, so I got this um, Kodachrome projector. Um, I got this Ben and Howell model nine nine one. So I'm just going to show you very quick. Let me move my stuff. and basically it's a projector and it takes the old uh, 35 millimeter film into Kodachrome and basically projects it onto the wall or whatever you're presenting it to here's the machine and i got oh, a couple oh, yeah, right there. yeah i mean i don't i can't present it to like i can't present it right now but i got these films you place them here on the machine it projects them out and very fascinating stuff because um, I'll tell you one thing right now if you acquire some of these like in today's world and 20 the year 2020 you probably most likely see film or see things that like you probably won't see ever again because I acquire some um, film from like South America in the 70s and if you look at some of the buildings and some of the areas I can almost guarantee if you look at if you go over there at the same location even today it's not exactly what you see. So, a lot of like interesting artifacts and yeah, I mean people get interested in seeing old stuff. So,
0: I thought this was interesting because you mentioned the South America film.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: One of the items that kind of got you into selling stuff on eBay before we really jumped into doing the storage stuff regularly was selling certain items, and one of them was those the Kodachrome films. Absolutely. On eBay, so finding the projector for it after you had successfully sold the film was both like poetically beautiful and a slap in the face at the hey, same time.
1: If you were asking me, I call it divine intervention. But you know what? It's it is pretty interesting though, because yeah, Carl just mentioned like I had some earlier, I sold it, and just yeah, it was South America um, landscape, and this one right here, yeah, and we choir storage where I basically got a projector and I got a box of literally a lot
0: of landscapes and like scenic views
1: yep and yep and yeah basically places in Europe and yeah these things are up for sale I mean to be honest to whoever like purchases them uh, purchases them purchase them and um yeah they would get some pretty cool um pretty cool for- photographs so I like the
0: the wood paneling on the side here it's very very nice <laughs> Alright, so same week, I think we got this one. Uh, we've been sitting on these for a little while. I brought out, whoa, I didn't even know that it moved around. Okay, brought like, what do we call this? A hand sculpted? You can't really call it sculpted. It's a handmade, hand welded kind of like iron um, boat statue. So it's got a very solid kind of rock base. Like, is that ceramic um stone of some sort yeah. fake stone stone it's too heavy to be ceramic i think okay um and then very clearly welded the rest of the pieces so it's like a fisherman's boat nice mantelpiece that's exactly <laughs> what we're using it for right now it's got the dust on it from the last couple weeks it's been sitting on the mantle um collecting that dust um, not doing a whole lot else but um i just thought it was beautiful there is no like artist signature, which is usually like the first thing we're looking for on something like this. That's true. What is identifiable? Because there's a big difference between random metal boat sculpture thingy and Fisher Fisherman's Day on on the Chesapeake mm-hmm. by John Smith. Two, com- <laughs> two completely different <laughs> items, right? You have yeah. a very identifiable collectible item versus you're just like clearly struggling to describe something so um i just think it's nice i'm dead confident we'll find a beautiful home for it there's a lot of people who have like nautical themes in their houses and you've got people with like beach houses um out out in uh literally all over the world all over the country so i'm sure we'll find a, a beautiful home for it one of these days
1: i mean i mean look at it i mean where, where are you gonna, if i told you where you're gonna find one of those? here that's nice. where you will find it you know, wow. You know what? That was a that was a fantastic plug by the way. <laughs> fantastic plug.
0: So we will plug all of this
1: stuff. Um, obviously, the five
0: of you guys that are organically listening to this right now. Hopefully, it's way more than five at some point. Um, but whoever is, anything we're highlighting is stuff that we're either selling on eBay, um, selling locally. If we're selling it locally, we will find a way to get it shipped to you if somebody is actually motivated. Um, larger items obviously are just very prohibitive to to ship but kind of using this as a highlight hit us up if you're that expert in that category that wants to tell us about something we have or (laughs) has questions about something we have hit us up Um, we'll be sharing our um probably not social media because i don't do that stuff so our email or a way to connect with us uh, it really isn't that hard to find us but we'll be we'll be putting that out as we go um we'll be putting this up on youtube as well so that's going to be the easiest way to yeah and, hit us
1: up and i like i actually told carl before like we recorded today um i would love to take questions i mean i i think engagement especially with people who have interest in certain ideas or topics i'm would bring the most out of the you know out of everyone you know i bring i tell you what we or we tell you what we think or what we acquired through talking to others and sharing information that can help everyone else i mean why not like let's start the engagement so yeah so we'll definitely figure out a way to start you know putting our information out and you know you guys can ask us questions and whatnot so his dust is thicker than i thought
0: that's (laughs) impressive i have to wash my hands now but yeah thanks for joining us for for another week um tune back in uh i don't know spotify or itunes or anything that well but Leave us a follow or hit that notification button so it lets you know when we um, drop a new episode and gives you a ping. Um, I know it does that. So find that button, follow, subscribe, whatever the word is, um, <laughs> and check back in with us.
1: Yeah, um, definitely. Um, we'll be doing more, bringing more content, bringing more stories, more exciting things. And please stay tuned. Uh, keep listening. Thanks for listening. And until next time, peace. Peace.